Welcome back to the 859 Insider Podcast. I'm your co-host, co-founder of the website, Noah Ziegler, alongside my good buddy and co-host and co-founder of the website, Adam Conradi. Adam, we're uh, in here for a quick update on what's going on in the ninth region tournament for both the girls and the guys. We're a little bit further ahead with the girls and as they are in the championship game, the Cooper Jags versus the Ryle Raiders. They're they're going to have their game at tonight. That is Saturday at 7 p.m. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about that. We also are going to recap the second half of the guys regionals, which was Cuffcat St. Henry and Cooper versus Highlands. And then we'll talk about the semifinal matchups that are coming up, which, again, is the Newport Wildcats versus Lloyd and Cooper versus Cuffcath. But, Adam, again, we said it in the last episode, it's by far the most wonderful time of the year. And here we are. We're almost we're almost done. We've only got three more games total if you combine from both sides. But uh, how, how are you feeling? Or four more games total. Sorry, I can't do math. I'm a, I was a journalism major for a reason. But, uh, Adam, how are you doing on this? Uh, it's 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 getting to the end of a t- end of it and we're getting almost to uh rep arena time uh yeah yeah you can really feel the electricity in the air right now got a first regional championship tonight with the girls ryle versus uh, cooper as you said uh pretty much the two teams that we expected to be here this is the third straight year the girls championship has been right ryle versus cooper and uh, Ryle has been in the championship five out of the last six years as well. So these teams are used to this moment. So th- this should be a great one. Yeah, we we were talking just before we were recording that, you know, when when you get these dominant, it's just the, kind of the dominant schools, it's one thing, but this dominant rivalry, it's really, I think it's really cool that both of these programs, you know, it's the battle for union and we get to see it, you know, usually two times per the year and then, probably during districts and then during regionals, probably, as you said, it's kind of like everybody's waiting uh, for it to come here. But uh, th- I mean, those two programs are just so, I mean, they're ran so well and uh, it's, 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 I mean, it's hard to compete with those two and get an upset when they absolutely know how to get there or get to uh, regionals, get to the championship game and obviously fight for a spot in the sweet 16. But we'll start with the guys side. We'll recap what happened I believe it was Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Tuesday? It was Wednesday, correct? Uh, yes, Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday. Uh, the first game was Covington Catholic versus St. Henry. Uh, it was a close one in the third quarter. At some point, St. Henry had uh, they were down by three. Um, it was it was definitely not. It wasn't really a blowout, but at the same time, Cuffcath was kind of in control throughout the entirety of the game. Uh, again, deep into the third quarter, deep into the third quarter. It was, it was, I think, like 39 36. And it was, if it was going to happen, it was then. It was St. Henry was going to take over and they just couldn't. And Adam, yeah. you were there. I listened to the radio broadcast by the broadcast crew. Shout out them. Um, I, I was texting you laughing and I said, you know, are the refs, are the, I mean, is it as frustrating as what the broadcast crew are making it seem? Because uh, the turnovers, the constant turnovers seem to seem to do them in. But, uh, the Colonels getting it done against St. Henry, 66-55. Uh, Adam Evan Ipsaro, 9 of 13, 28 points. It's just one of those games where you realize he is he's, – it's just Evan Ipsaro knows what to do and how to get it done. Like, the Definitely. minute that he's going off at the beginning – I mean, it, tell me what you saw. You saw it early. You were saying about how in control he was. He was absolutely in his bag right from the start. 
I mean, yeah, he was just pulling up to whatever spot he wanted in the mid-range, which is where he thrives, and he was hitting every mid-range shot that he possibly could. His only couple of misses of the game were, like, extremely contested layups that could have possibly been fouls either way. So he he was definitely the best player on the court, undoubtedly, for all uh, 32 minutes out there. And, yeah, I mean, that's what Evan Ipsaro does come regional time, and he's the reason that Cub Cat's been ranked number one for the past few years, and He's going to go as far as uh, – or Covcast going to go as far as he can take them. Uh, their role players played pretty well in that game as well. Aiden Link with 12 and Brady Hussey with 10 as well. Athens McGillis and Castle had a pretty solid games as well. Uh, and, yeah, Covcast was in control for the entire first half, and then uh, I believe St. Henry started out the second half on a 7-0 run to cut it to a three-point game. And then from that point on, it was it was just all Covcast. They never really took a dominant – uh, 15 to 20 point lead but they were consistently like 8 to 12 points ahead the entire uh, second half after that run and they just never really let the crew back in the game and mm-hmm. I mean the way to beat Cub Cath, you can't shoot yourself in the foot and that's what Con- St. Henry was constantly doing I believe they ended up with 17 or 18 turnovers <sighs> you just can't do that if you want to beat the best teams in the state right and I mean, it, it's just not going to work Right. And not again, I was listening to the audio only feed and not, I don't even know. Maybe this is just because it's been a few days, but it really did seem like for a good stretch, it was Cuffcast up by five. Okay. St. Henry needs a basket turnover. Okay. Cuffcast only up by whatever. It, It just seemed like inopportune turnover after inopportune turnover. And when you're in the fourth quarter against a team like Cuffcast and you're, you're just absolutely not clicking it's yeah like you said it's kind of like you know what's gonna and you know it's almost impossible to end up pulling out a win there and i mean Mm -hmm. the crusaders i mean they they played well they hung in there and credit to them only losing by 11 again considering all the circumstances uh, they out rebounded them by like eight i believe yeah it wasn't all the other things correct you just right smarter with the ball if you want to beat a great team Right, exactly. It's like they did a lot of the little things, but unfortunately, some of the little things they did not do. And it was the thing was turnovers, which absolutely is one of the worst things that I mean, you could kind of have an off night for, especially in terms of just trying to keep the game close, which again, they did. But like you said, Cuffcath just in control the entire game. And that's how they punched their ticket to the regional or ninth region semifinals. The second game, uh, this one was a, a little, it was closer. It definitely, I mean, it oh, was yeah. close, close as it could in regulation because they went to overtime. Uh, Cooper, they outlasted Highland 68-62 again in overtime. It was a game that started off, Adam, that Highlands looked like they were in control. It, it For me, at least, it looked like Cooper, I mean, we we had predicted Cuffcath and Cooper and I, it looked early on that it was going to be Highlands night. Seth Ryan having a, a great outing, 28 points. Uh, Will Harold adding 19 as well. But uh, a late push from Cooper tied it up. They eventually sent it into overtime, and then they're able to get it done in that extra period. Adam, what it, again, you were there. Uh, Yamil Rondon had 23 points for the Jags. Andy Johnson, 13. Just a, a good performance for Tim Sullivan's squad to be able to, to, be able to get through. I mean, come back and then eventually win what did you see and then obviously um also talk about some one of the i guess big headlines coming from that game in terms of what's i guess to come against cuff uh yeah uh well sean pouncey cooper's big man went went down about midway through the third quarter and i think cooper was down four or six points 
And Cooper honestly looked like a different team after that one. Uh, it was a tough injury for Pouncey. He was going up to contest a shot on Nathan Vincent going up for a dunk. Uh, and yeah, Cooper really turned it on to that after that point. They just made every shot that they needed to. Uh, Gavin Lutz had a very clutch three to tie the game with under a minute left. And I mean, everybody just really did their car- part on this Cooper team. It, it, it's a classic Coach Sullivan win. Uh, just outstanding defense. And also special shout out to Seth Ryan from Highlands. He, he had an awesome game, 28 points. He was on fire the entire game, and he was a matchup problem the entire night. And he he almost won this game single-handedly for Highlands. Will Harold had a great game as well. Uh, he, he ends his career as the all-time three-point leader in ninth region history, so shout out to him for that. He made a Another lot of Another record. Yeah, that, that's going to be a tough <laughs> record to break as well because he he's a fantastic shooter. But with how the game's evolving, well, maybe in a few years, we'll have somebody that's close, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. see I mean, the same accolades as Will Harold as well with that state championship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, it's only, it's only so much. I mean, a lot of people to bring it, to bring in a, an external uh, situation. A lot of people point to the uh, Antoine Davis at Detroit, how he's been at the people comparing his, him potentially breaking the record. He obviously did not, or at least as of now, it has not let him in the, the CBI. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. It's going to be a, a postseason tournament that just wants to get their name out there and they're just going to let him do it and he's going to get it, which will be cool. But at the same time, Pistol Pete Maravich did it in such a more impressive fashion and, and you can't yeah. chop it up anything <laughs> differently. It, it, and that's not a slight at Antoine Davis. He should be regarded as the second best scorer. What the fact that it, 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 it the fact that Pete Maravich didn't have a three point line just automatically does it for me. But nonetheless, yeah. um, obviously, again, Will Harold, what a, what a career! And as you said, as the game is evolving, we're gonna see uh, some of these records. But who knows? I mean, it was Scotty Droud wasn't too long ago, or at least we like to think it wasn't too long ago. Uh, time doesn't time hasn't really uh, registered very well in the past couple of years, but. Um, Obviously, again, Scotty Jog it. Jacob Meyer got it this year, and we're, we're. I mean, shoot, as you said, maybe in the future we'll get more records broken. But it's been crazy how many great records this year have been broken by Jacob Meyer, Coach Faust, and now Will Harold. Just a very, very great year in basketball. But uh, looking forward, obviously Newport will take on Lloyd Cooper versus Cuffcath. Uh, Adam. Newport and Lloyd get Sunday, uh, Sunday slate again. Sorry, those two games are on Sunday. Uh, they get the slate started at 2 p.m. Newport's riding a 10-game win streak. Lloyd is playing their best basketball at the moment. Both of them are district champions. What are some of the keys here? Because obviously, I mean, it, after this game, New, uh, Newport, or excuse me, after the first game, Newport just went, I mean, you, I, I, I think everybody fell in love with the type of player Kenny is and some of the players that they have, but obviously EJ Walker, Jeremiah Israel for Lloyd. What are the keys here uh, for, I mean, for both teams? Yeah, I, I think this game's going to come down to the post or the battle in the post between uh, EJ Walker, Joe Cooley and uh, Marquez Miller and James Turner. Uh, got four great big men there. Obviously you already mentioned the great guards in the front court with uh, Tay Kenny Jabari Covington from Newport and Jeremiah Israel from Lloyd. But yeah, I, I think it's going to come down to the post play uh, who wins the rebounding battle and who wins the turnover margin in this one. Uh, 
I'd say depth is more on uh, Newport's side on this one, but these are both very young, and I'd say in some ways similar teams. Uh, very, very talented, but not as experienced as you usually see this this time of year. But one of these two teams is going to the ninth region championship, and that's going to be absolutely fantastic. And I, mm-hmm. I think the winner of this of this game has a real shot of going to Romp Arena as well. Mm-hmm. I agree, and then. The other game, Cooper versus Covcath, as you said, you got the inex, inex, I mean, it's, yeah, it's fair to say inexperience on both sides when they get to this this stage of the regional tournament. But you get the opposite with Cooper and Covcath. You have absolutely all the experience. Uh, that one tips off at three thirty, or I guess pending however the game prior to it goes. Uh, obviously, the big storyline here is is Pouncey going to be back, and I think that changes a lot of factors. If he is back, then that definitely raises the Jaguars' chances. But uh, the last time these two played, uh, Cooper and Cuffcath, they went to overtime. Cuffcath eventually prevailed. That one, I think, was uh, in Union. So, um, Adam, love- again, keys keys to this one. And then, or what were you saying, sorry? Oh, I'm just saying it's always fun to see Coach Sullivan and Coach, Coach Rusats going at it in the night. Exactly. That, yeah, that's we're- just a, it's always a good matchup. I believe they played in the first round last year. It's a great game. Then obviously the iconic 2017 game mm-hmm. when Cooper won the region. And I, I mean, these, these two coaches have had battles for all uh, over the years that have just been awesome. And I, I'm expecting nothing less for this one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, it, it's, it's like you said, it's always a, it's always a firecracker matchup between those two, but to put, to put you, put us both on the spotlight or in the spotlight prediction time. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna take Cuffcath in a close one. I'll take Cuffcath sixty-four to sixty. But I, I, if Cooper wins it, I think it'll be more low scoring than that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I agree. It'd be in the forties if Cooper wins, and then it's yeah. gonna be anything above that. I think Cuffcath wins. Um, what do you think about Newport Lloyd? Uh that that's more of a toss-up for me. But I, I gotta go uh, Newport sixty-seven to sixty-three. Okay, I like that. I, 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 I'll say Lloyd and Covcath just to just to be different. But I just want it on the record. I would have picked Newport and Covcath. But I, you know what? I guess you know what. Screw it. On the record, give me Lloyd. Give me EJ Walker. Give me Jeremiah Israel. I think Jeremiah Israel deserves a lot more respect than I think he's going to get it done against Newport. I think maybe Newport. I think exactly, exactly. There's going to be a lot of people watching that one. I know you're a little nervous about that with Jeremiah, but uh, locked <laughs> uh, in. Yeah, he's locked in. He's locked in. But um, uh, Adam, so I guess for your regional final, you have Cuffcath versus Newport. Uh, who do you got in that one? That one's that one would be a great one. Uh, even Cuffcath versus Lloyd, which I guess I'll talk about in a second. But um, wh- who do you have in that one? Uh, yeah. So in, in my matchup would be Cuffcath Newport, which I, I think is a a very fun matchup. But I, I think that's a bit of a mismatch for Cuffcath uh, size wise, and I think. Newport would win that game. Uh, so I'm going to take Newport and to win the ninth region in this one. I, I think, well, we've been saying it all year. We think they're a year away. But something about this past week has made me think maybe they are here. Maybe I think they are it, here this year. Newport has earned your respect this week. I, I mean, not to say that they didn't have it, but it, I, is it fair to say that Newport kind of proved – I mean, their obviously their youth is – I mean, their youth is always going to be a factor, but – I think this week is the biggest week that Newport has shown their uh, potential, would you say? 
Definitely, definitely. And it, it's crazy how young this team is, too, because they're only going to get better. I, I'm just so excited to watch them for the next few years. Yeah. For me, I I, I guess I have Cuffcath versus Lloyd. I would take Cuffcath in that. I think it's one of those things where you just never want to go against uh, someone like Coach Scott Rusatz. And I think I just think they're going to get it done. I think Cuffcath has Evan Ipsaro. They have the supporting cast. They have the coaching for it. And not to say that Lloyd doesn't have that, not to say that Cooper or Newport don't have that, but I just think it's one of those things where whenever whenever it's a toss-up, just go with what's worked before. And Cuffcath has been that. Hard so, to argue with that. Exactly. So in our minds right now, uh, I have Cuffcath, Adam is Newport, and then on the girls' side, we we both have Cooper, so um, it'll be interesting to see how uh, if we're if we're wrong because who knows we've been wrong before. But Adam, anything are. to yeah, exactly. But hey, at least we're willing to admit it. Last but not least, obviously on the girls' side, Cooper versus Ryle in the championship game that is today at seven p.m. Cooper's the favorite. Ryle obviously can keep it close at the rivalry game. Anything can happen. The last time these two played, Cooper won by five points. So clearly, could be a close one. Or excuse me, that was in the regular season. And uh, dirt, or excuse me, they played in the district championship in that one, and Ryle won, or excuse me, Cooper won 61 to 48. Sorry, who got that all straightened out? Uh, Adam, I think the, the main key here for Ryle is just to stop Whitney Lind, who averages around 17 points per game. Uh, I mean, it, making someone else take over would be huge for Ryle because then essentially that allows it just to be a free flowing game for them. And just at that point, it's who's to say, but what do you think? What what are you expecting from this one? My pick is Cooper. uh, But obviously I think Ryle could have upset on their mind. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. This this is a pretty close game. Uh, If Whitney Lynn can stay out of foul trouble, I I think Cooper will win this game rather handily. Uh, She's just a, dominant player in the ninth region she's absolutely fantastic to watch she had 27 points and 12 points in their two matchups this year 27 points in the regular season game 12 points in the district championship so uh, i i think as long as she can stay out of foul trouble and dominate in the post as she usually does then this is cooper's region to lose mm-hmm. and back-to-back regional titles possibly yeah, well yeah, exactly and we're we're still on track. We could have a regional sweep with Cooper guys and girls potentially winning, but who knows? I mean, anything can happen at this rate, and that's 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 been so fun about this year's regional tournament. We we've had a lot of close games, so it's it's just we're blessed. I think at the end of the day, we're. But uh, Adam, anything uh, anything before we wrap up and send everyone off to watch regionals? Uh, just very excited to see who gets to punch their tickets up this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. So excited for the Sweet 16. For Adam Conradi, I'm Noah Ziegler. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.